Hello there, my lovely listeners. My name is Blair, and you're listening to Weirdcast, a podcast for witches like you and me. Hello there, my lovely listeners. As I mentioned, this is your host, Blair. If you're new here, this is a podcast where a queer girl talks about her interest in witchcraft and spirituality. You know, I have a few other intersections, in case you were curious. I'm queer. I'm black. I'm, you know, femme. I use she, her pronouns. Um, And I'm pagan. There we go. I'm pagan. There. I can't think of anything else, so... That's all for now, folks. Anyways, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the broom closet. Um, and to sort of just jump right in, the broom closet is sort of a term used to talk about the way a queer person is in the closet and like tries to actively hide their identity um, versus the way, or not versus really, but like in a similar way that a pagan person or a Wiccan person actively tries to hide their identity, um, or a witch, you know, actively tries to hide their identity and their practice from, um, their, you know, immediate circle, friends and family. Um, so it's sort of the same thing, but you're hiding different stuff. It's interesting, you know, as someone who's, like, as someone who is queer and who is pagan and a witch and all that stuff and uh, you know there was a point in time I was in both of these closets um although that's not entirely fair to say because at the time that I was recognizing my paganism I didn't quite understand my queerness you know those two things weren't happening simultaneously thank god um you know there was some stuff that you know coincided but you know nothing too terrible for me at least um anyways there are, you know, everyone has their reasons for being in the broom closet or, you know, the regular closet. I guess this is going to be a conversation where I talk about these two alongside each other, but um, being in the closet, you know, any any kind of closet really, you know, it could have to do with just being scared, you know, of a lot of different things of how people will treat you after they find out are people gonna stop you know being your friend are people gonna estrange are you is your family gonna estrange you um are you gonna be kicked out of your house are you gonna lose your job workplace discrimination like there aren't that many protections for um for lgbtqia people or qia plus um or you know i'm not right um where you live um you know religious um freedom it's funny because you know you only get religious freedom if you're christian everyone else sort of has to fend for themselves whether you're sikh or you're muslim you know you're a wiccan wiccans get such a bad rap you know but so do a lot of other faiths that aren't christian you know um that's why I, I I can't fault anyone who doesn't like Christians really, like when I I'm, when I meet atheists who are like oh those crazy Christians, you know, 
even though I personally try to strive for like respecting everyone's faiths as long as it's not you know like harmful um you know and ye harm none do to do to do um but I can't fault someone for not liking Christians because I have my own problems with Christianity honestly right so staying in the broom closet you know you're scared of a lot of different things I think that's you know what it mostly boils down to or you know it could just be none of someone's business but I feel like when you're in the broom closet because it's you know quote-unquote none of someone's business you know to quote myself five seconds ago um that starts to get into territory of like not really closeted closetedness right because I feel like being in any sort of closet is more actively hiding something and not passively hiding something if you understand what I mean um Sorry, I have like my lunch and my drink sitting right beside me. So, where was I? Right, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like the biggest reason to stay in so any sort of closet is fear. Um, fear of a lot of different things. You know, at the end of the day, everyone has a different reason, right? When I was in the broom closet, it was because I was scared. Um, I, you know, knew how some people would treat me and I, and that was scary and I didn't know how other people would treat me and that was, that was also scary, right? Um, I have a really Christian, um, awfully overbearing, terrible, <laughs> sorry, family who, you know, are really fond of imposing their beliefs on people around them so I knew how they would react to me being pagan me being a witch me being Wiccan at the time and I knew how they would react to me being queer which you know was a terrifying realization right so you know if you're listening to this and you're in the broom closet I totally feel for you um as far as being in like the queer closet that's you know a closet I really it's hard to say that I'm not in it, but it's also hard to say I am. I'm really, I don't hide it. Um, you know, I feel like broom closetedness is something is like actively, or sorry, not <laughs> closetedness is something that that involves actively hiding something. You know, from yourself and from others. Sometimes I didn't recognize my own queerness for too long. Anyways, um, so everyone I know knows that I'm queer, except for. Um, people who, you know, it's not their business, or my parents. So, uh, you know, sort of a red flag. Every, everyone else knows. Um, everyone at school knows. People on the street who've met me, like, twice know. <laughs> so I guess, um, when you're in the closet and you say, oh, it's none of that person's business, that's sort of a questionable phrase to use. You know, who... Whose business is it then? You know what I'm saying? Because these three people, you know, my, my parents and, and like one other person who are definitely in my immediate circle, you know, you know, top seven friends and family, right? Um, so it really, it is their business, but I refuse to tell them for now because it's, um, you know, at this point, I'm not scared, you know, it's, 
it's easier to be less afraid when you know you know what's up. Um, mostly, I recognize that I need I depend on these people. I don't need to be kicked out of my house. I don't need to be cut off from funds. Like I'm at a point in my life that where I depend on these people, and you know, twisted as twisted as it may be, you know, I'm willing to take take what is offered to me for as long as possible. Um, before these people estrange me, which, you know, I know they will, which, you know, I guess it's hard to say that, um, it's hard for other people to hear that, and it's kind of hard to say, I don't know, mostly because I recognize that it makes me sound heartless, but I've had so many years to think about this, I've had so many years to think about this, and what this means, and the implications, and, like, hedging my bets, and, you know, trying to push a little bit but not hard enough you know I've had a very long time to contemplate this and so when I say that I know very well that these people will estrange me it's not for lack of knowing it's not you know for for the drama of it right you know I I can be a sort of a dramatic person when it comes to you know making a joke right but being serious here and and you know what I'm talking about now I'm, I'm sure some people feel that way not about Fairness. Maybe you're just, you know, your regular run-of-the-mill heterosexual, but I'm sure you can relate to these feelings when it comes to um being in the broom closet, right? We're all closeted in some way, right? Which, you know, sucks. Um, so, tips and tricks? As far as being in the queer closet, <laughs> this is gonna sound like, um, maybe dramatic? Maybe, I'm not sure how this is gonna sound, but here goes. Always erase, erase your browsing history. Always. Like, if you're in the, just the queer closet, just always do that. Never, you know, um, yeah, that's mostly my one advice. Other than that, it's, it's for me, um, it's, it's, um, not hard for me not to blab about it because I just, it doesn't really come up in conversation mostly because I'm not someone who's interested in like romantic relationships really um so it never really comes up um except for when people are like oh don't let these uh boys distract you blah 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 and I just don't say anything um it's the same as when people tell me oh well you're you're a little girl you should um be cleanly and you know for for those of you who don't know um I'm kind of a slob so when people tell me I should be clean because I'm a girl, it's all I can do not to really just laugh because I'm very aware that I'm not going to take their advice, but I'm also very aware that cleanliness isn't shouldn't be gendered. <laughs> you know, cleanliness is godliness um, for everyone. I just so happen to be a slob. <laughs> so, um, sort of um, the meat and potatoes of the episode was I wanted to give some tips and tricks for being in the... Um, the broom closet as like a Wiccan or a pagan or a witch, um, um, uh, heathen, which heathens worship, um, Norse, Norse deities, right? Um, and then, you know, you got your Helens, your, um, people who practice Hellenismos, people who worship the, um, the Greek gods and goddesses, which, you know, that's me, um, in case you were curious, I guess. Uh, I should do another episode talking more about um, my my own path specifically. I feel like the last few, ep few episodes ago I did that, but I feel like I should 
bring it up again. Um, right, so tips and tricks. So if you have to hide something, hide it in plain sight. Um, 100%. Like, I can't tell you how many books of shadows this is. <laughs> books of shadows and um, grimoires and spell books and, you know, journals. Because I, I used to journal a whole lot. I had a, a whole stationary obsession before I actually got into veganism. And then, you know, when I first got into Wicca, it got worse and then it got better. So, you know, I used to, like, freak myself out from writing in a book of shadows. But, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. What I mean to say is, um, I've had a lot of, um, grimoires that just had either completely plain covers, like, it just looked like a note, like a black notebook, or maybe it was purple, whatever pattern it had on the front, it, excuse me, sorry, it definitely didn't have a giant pentagram on the cover, because that's really obvious and not at all useful for hiding. <laughs> Unless you plan on keeping that with you on your person at all times. And, you know, I did have one book of shadows that had a pentagram that I drew on the front in, like, gold. Um, it was great, but it made me so paranoid, so I don't do that really, um, just for the sake of peace of mind. Um, you know, a really great tip for making a book of shadows of any kind is to sort of, um you make the cover like um an old uh just like an old novel or something like that just like any old book you would have lying on your bookshelf or like on your nightstand and just have the inside be your book of shadows i like if you check my out my instagram page um what is it that underscore blair underscore witch you'll see that one of the first pictures i ever posted was of a book of shadows i was working on which the cover was just like was like an anthology sort of of just different novels and I just went crazy with like paint and like glued things in and turned it into a book of shadows really. So that's a great tip. Honestly that's like a tip that really saved my book multiple times right. So um, another tip as far as hiding things in plain sight go um, with alters it's I feel like it's not hard to hide alters in plain sight and have it not cause too much suspicion unless the people who you're trying to hide this alder from are like super like you know my grandmother for the longest time told me that if I meditated demons would jump on me so if I had a space that was just like oh no I just you know I just happen to like this area to like smell nice when I sit here to just to think or relax or whatever that would like get me in trouble right so it depends on how much leeway you have again but um, if you have enough leeway, it's not hard to just, you know, oh yeah, this is just, you know, a corner that just happened. It's like a side desk, you know, and I just put like a candle and like um, like a seashell I got from the beach because, you know, this is where I relax. Like, leave me alone, you know? Those are the types of things you can get away with. Also, most people won't freak out. Actually, I'm going to go ahead on a limb here and say that no one's going to freak out if you light like a scented Yankee candle you know, maybe it's like, um, color corresponded for like a spell or maybe it's, um, for devotion to a deity, you know, but it's like a scented Yankee candle. So who's gonna be upset about that? You know, you want your room to smell nice or wherever to smell nice, right? So whatever, people should leave you alone for that. Um, but if you have less, like substantially less leeway, or maybe this is just the route you prefer, you can make, um, 
like um, a temporary altar that that you keep in like a box of some sort. So it's really easy to like go to like a dollar store and they have like boxes with like elaborate patterns on them. Go to a thrift store, find like a wooden box. Um, all toy twins, you know, if if that's like altered all toy twin uh sorry all toyed tins or like um metal mint like cases like that um i highly recommend for this tip specifically but you can use either of the ones i've mentioned and have it be you know just as inconspicuous you know again depending on the leeway you have um but just like um mini altars that you can you know the all toy twin altars you can keep like in your pocket on your person which is great for hiding things personally when i'm hiding things um, I like to have that thing on my person or else I can't focus on anything else except for like, oh man, I hope no one's touching this. I hope no one's touching this. I hope no one's touching this. I hope no one sees it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So as far as like an Altoid tin altar goes, you know, a tea light can fit in there, you know, a small pack of matches, um, a few small crystals and maybe like a small bottle a small like a small bottle maybe has it has salt or something in it just like altar essentials right so I would say tea light matches salt and like a crystal a rock or a seashell or and all of the above depending on how much room you have in your altoid tin you know they have different sized ones so it depends um Bigger ones, though, like, you could put your altar in a shoebox, you know, and just, like, have it shoved, like, under your bed as if, you know, especially, I'm someone who, like, I keep shoes that I'm not wearing at the moment under my bed, so that would fit right the heck in. Um, any, okay, what are my other tips, right? So, if you're in the broom closet and you live with, like, a very, you live with very religious people or the people you're hiding these things from are very religious um and you know you got to do things like uh say grace at the table and you know put your head down to pray and who would like to lead the tonight's prayer or something like that um for me and you know this is how I dealt with that I just didn't I just didn't you know it's different when I'm like I go to a catholic school so when I'm at catholic school and we're you know um, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blah, blah, blah. I can, I can say the Hail Mary in French and English, as well as the All Father. Um, you know, I know when to cross myself, blah, blah, blah. I do those things because, um, as far as Catholicism, I just, um, it's really comforting to just pick up on the elements that are, um, you know, very pagan-influenced, right? Especially when you think about the history of, of Catholicism. So, you know, depending again depending on your situation you may just just not pray like if you're brazen enough if you're that if you're that big of a jerk like I am I just don't um I you know fk look think of it this way if everyone's putting down their head to pray um to worship their their christian god why are they watching you not pray is that their business if you're a christian it's not um and if they don't notice then that's probably because their eyes are closed and their head is down and they're praying, so they're not really focused on you anyways. Um, you know, and, or you could take comfort in the elements of, of you know, Christianity specifically that are pagan, right? Um, you know, brief side note. Um, it was um, Samhain. It was 
Halloween. It was All Hallows Eve and it was a school day. I think it was a Thursday or a Friday. It was great autumn weather. I'm definitely an autumn person because, you know, I'm a goth and I just, autumn is just the perfect time for gothness. I'm sorry if you disagree, but that's how I feel. <laughs> Anyways, and you know, we're doing morning prayer, you know, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Um, said Anime Campion, pray for us, blah, blah, blah. And we're doing our morning reflection. And our chaplain, who is basically like a, not really a pastor or a priest, but basically leads prayers and stuff like that and talks to children is sort of like a religious advisor for like teens, sort of. Yeah. So our chaplain, we had a new one that year, and he says, oh, people in the world are upset that as Catholics we celebrate, um, you know, I think he said All Saints Day. Um, I think that's what it's called in Catholicism. And people think that it's Halloween, and they think that it's a secular holiday, or they think that it, we it's not Christian. But Halloween is when you know, I think he still he was still saying no no he was still saying Halloween. Halloween is a Christian holiday. Halloween is a Catholic holiday, and he was really passionate about this. And I burst out laughing um, in the middle. You know, everyone is reflecting. Okay, that's a lie. Um, you know. This is a high school, um, this is an area heavily populated by teenagers, teenagers, they're definitely not doing what they're supposed to do as, like, they're, no one's reflecting. Everyone's, like, goofing off, checking their phone secretly, you know, cleaning their glasses. <laughs> That's what I do during prayer. I, you know, I feel like it's not too disrespectful. I'm sure God would want me to see, right? <laughs> um, anyways, and I just burst out laughing and I got some, a few looks. No one really knew why I was laughing, but, you know, I got a good chuckle out of that, um, so yeah, feel free to like take comfort in the elements of of Christianity that are um, pagan, right? And there are a few elements, right? Um, you know, I can think of so many times that I've sat in this like beautiful, you know, okay, first of all, cathedrals freak me out, but like I'm sort of weird about things that freak me out, like I kind of embrace them in a weird way. Anyways, so, you know, beautiful buildings ornate um, stained glass, you know, cushy seats, and there's always incense burning, there's always candles lit, there are these like elaborate statues of Mother Mary and Jesus Christ, um, and flowers, fresh or otherwise, and the priest comes up in these, you know, gorgeous robes and like lifts his hands just so as he flips through the pages of the old book, you know, the wine turns to blood, the bread turns to the body, and, you know, I, I really hope that that conjures a vivid image for you, but, you know, it's very pagan for me, the whole experience, the whole ordeal. I, I pick up on so many pagan elements, and it just, it's comforting, you know? It's sort of like, you know, we're different, but we're still a little the same. Um, what is my other advice? You know, okay, I'm trying to think of more like hiding things sort of situations um before I get into the advice that I'm um sort of um wanting to jump into so I'm trying to give me a second okay so um altars books of shadows um when I was in the closet um you know keep in mind I was also sort of a 
kid. But I guess, you know, it's mostly due to being in the closet because if you're not in the closet and you say, oh, hey, mom, for my birthday, can you get me um, a tarot deck? You know, um, you know, it shouldn't, I don't think it should be something that freaks people out the way it does. So I was in the broom closet and I was really interested in tarot and like getting my hands on um books and stuff like that so I could, you know, enjoy these resources. And I couldn't for a long time and that's okay, you know, I'm sure Okay, pause. So the thing about getting your hands on like books and stuff like that is that then you have to worry about hiding the books. And it's just like when you're in the broom closet, I would keep my practice like minimalist, not necessarily infrequent, but minimalist, you know, just for the sake of not having to, because if your mind is always split thinking about like what you're doing at the moment and what you're hiding, you know, I hope no one is touching that. I hope no one is messing around with my things. Hopefully no one in my room. I don't think I put that away properly. Um, then you're probably not going to have a fun time. You know, I can speak on that. You know, it's not fun to hide things. But when this is super necessary for you, this is why I'm giving you this advice. So another thing, what happens when you get caught? Because everyone gets caught at some point. I can't cave. Okay. If you all have a story where you were in the broom closet forever, however many years, and no one found out until you told them, then I would love to hear it because I don't hear stories like that and my story is not that like that. So I would like to hear from you, but, you know, people get caught hiding things. I don't think there's ever been a secret that I've really hidden no one has found out. You know, whether it's from me telling them or just like a slip up because everyone slips up, especially when you're hiding something that's this important to you, right? Um, and, you know, especially it would be important to your immediate circle, right? So, like, close friends and family care about you, you know, they care about who you're dating, don't they? They care about, you know, oh, yeah, where'd you, what was that restaurant you, you know, they care about these, like, mundane things about you, and if they still do care about you, um, you know, genuinely, then they're gonna care about what your religion is, or whether you're, what you're not, or, like, what, what does that mean? Are you a Buddhist? I've never met anyone like that, which... I find that hard to believe, but whatever. So, anyways, what happens when, you know, you really, the, the time that you thought you didn't put something away, you genuinely didn't put it away, and someone comes across, like, um, like, your book of shadows, or they come across, you know, you found a way to, like, take care of this book, you got this book on Wicca and you managed to hide it really well but someone came across it or you know someone found your wand you know which I feel like if someone finds your wand you could oh no I'm into Harry Potter unless that's something that they're against too because I've most of my family like they don't like Harry Potter because it's it's witchcraft which you know J.K. Rowling is Christian and you know um you can sort of see that in her books actually which you know it's kind of beautiful anyways um, so someone find okay, it's good to have an excuse prepared, and if really they come across, like, the Wiccan read, or, which I feel like if someone came across the Wiccan read and read it, they, and were sensible, it wouldn't freak them out, but, you know, people aren't sensible. If you had to hide this for however long, then these people can't be sensible. So, you know, I'm going with what you know, because no one knows these people better than you do, right? Have an excuse prepared, you know. 
um, if you can. Oh, no, it's it's uh, for a Harry Potter cosplay. Um, <laughs> um, that's not mine. <laughs> you know, have some sort of excuse. Try to get out of it if you can. I don't want you to be kicked out of your home, you know. I don't want you to be estranged, you know. I don't want, you know, I don't want these bad things to happen to you. And if it is necessary genuinely for you to hide who you are at the moment, then do what you need to do to stay safe. Okay, I think those are most of the tips that I wanted to get out of the way, you know. Keep your practice minimal, but not necessarily infrequent, you know. That counts for, like, rituals, too. You know, your ritual could just be, you know, lighting a candle and sitting with that, you know. Um, you know, might evolve, you know. You know, oh, the, that crystal, it's for my rock collection. It's for a science assignment. It's for something. <laughs> Have an excuse prepared. Um, try to get out of it if you can, if you can't, and it comes to having to deal with it head on, be prepared for that too. You know, people are going to have, they're going to ask questions, you know, if they're a little more hateful, they're going to be spiteful questions, they're going to try and trip you up, be ready for that too. You know, again, no one knows your people better than you know your people. Um, and then, you know, you never know, you could be surprised. You know, I don't want to, like, devalue the fact that, like, if you... <laughs> You know, if you know this person is, like, definitely bigoted, then I believe you, right? Because these are, like, your close friends and family, right? Um, but you never know. Someone could surprise you and, you know, try um, not be prepared for that because, you know, that's a little infrequent, I will admit. But, you know, try to try to um, be able to welcome that if someone surprises you, you know. Be grateful for that. Um... You know, um, I think the last thing that I'm going to say is don't out people. Don't out people. Don't out people. Don't out people. Do not out people. Don't out people out of the broom closet. Don't out people out of the regular closet. Don't out people. You know, you don't out people. If you happen to know this person is pagan and, you know, maybe you're pagan and maybe you're not, but you think, oh my gosh, they would just be so much happier if they didn't have to hide who they were. Let me just mention it, you know, to their mom that they're pagan. Let me just mention it to their spouse. Let me just, you know, let me just slip a note to their sister. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do much more than cause more issues because even if these people are accepting, which, you know, you should trust your your friend or this person who you know or who you care about. You should trust their judgment. Um, but you know, even if these people are accepting, you haven't you created a new a new problem where now these people who care about them have heard about this really important thing from someone who is not them and who you know they didn't hear it out of this person's mouth, and that's a new problem. To make and on top of that, what if they aren't accepting? And now this person is kicked out of where they live. This person doesn't have a job now, you know, or they're being heavily discriminated against. And what are they supposed to do now? Because you, out of, you know, out of, out of love or out of support, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And I know we're spiritual. I'm not supposed to say that, you know, it's all about intentions, all about intention. It is all about intention, you know, but not all the time. I just, you know, I hate to be the one to say that, but it's true intentions matter to a certain extent especially when this was less you know as much as there was an intention for good for this person 
this is your ego. You're, ah, you think that you are going to save this person from involving yourself. And that's really almost never the case. I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, trust people to be able to take care of themselves. You know, if they ask you for help, if they ask you to be there when they come out, you know, out of any sort of closet, that is different from, you know, oh, you know, I'm over at your house, we're having dinner because, you know, because of whatever reason, we're neighbors, we're friends, you know, I know, but these other people don't for whatever reason. And I'm over, you know, oh yeah, it's Tuesday night, by the way, you know, Sarah, she's pagan, you know, yeah, she's a witch too. I've seen her cast spells and everything. Sometimes she lets me watch it or participate. Don't do that. Um, that's awful. There's never a good reason to out someone, even if you care about them. Especially if you care about them, don't out them. <sighs> and people, if you've been outed, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. And if someone outed me, I would drop them as a friend. I'm not kidding. If someone outed me, I would be furious because really it adds more complications. It, you know, makes things worse more often than not. Don't out people. <sighs> there we go. That last part was definitely a rant, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, it was, you know, enjoyable for me to make too. That's why I do most of this, or that's why I do this most of the time. I enjoy it and I hope, you know, this was a helpful episode for you. It was a little more serious, a little less giggles along the way, you know, and if there were giggles, they were uncomfortable ones because, you know, I'm one of those people who laughs when they're uncomfortable. Anyways, um, that has been today's episode. If you want to say something, anything at all, <laughs> um, please get into contact with me through my Instagram that underscore Blair underscore witch. Um, you can find me on Tumblr, send me an ask, message me. Um, uh, my Tumblr is frankly-uncanny.tumblr.com. You can also email me if you choose to. Um, my email is weirdcastpodcast at gmail.com. And... Currently, those are all the ways you can get into contact with me. Um, anyways, I hope you're having a great whenever you're listening to this. Bye.